It's time for Stages of Life Radio with Dr. David Klein. Have a medical question? Call 407-422-1212. That's 407-422-1212. Or text 23680. Oh, boy. So we'll see if this starts now. Nothing wants to start. Oh, pretty music. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Hey, welcome, guys. It is Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock. We are live. Uh, it's Stages of Life Radio. It is. Dr. David Klein is with us. And nope, let's do that. Stop. No, we are here. It's just for whatever reason, it's telling me something totally different on Facebook. All right, so the phone lines are open, 407-422-1212. Text line as well, 23680. We already have people calling in with their questions. But uh, Dr. Dave wanted to talk about anti-aging, slowing the hands of death. Well, really what I wanted to talk about was what can you do to give father time as opposed to mother nature? Father time, a little bit of a slowdown move. You know, what can you do to last a little bit longer? What can you do to live a little bit longer? Maybe play a little bit longer. And so there's a whole... This is a cadre, large cadre of physicians that are out there claiming to be doing anti-aging medicine, which I find to be just really kind of a misnomer. Uh-huh. You know, why? Because there's only one thing that's anti-aging, and that's called death. Oh. When you die, you stop aging. So you can't really beat You death. are not going... Well, no. I mean, I do believe you can beat it, but not forever. Mm. But you can delay the ravages okay. of time. So, you know, I was looking for metaphors to try to figure out how to make this thought a little bit easier to understand. I mean, it's really not that complicated. However, it's complicated enough that it's not an automatic. Now, I want you to think about your car and you have preventive maintenance, things that will make the engine last a little bit longer. We all know what they are, you know, changing the oil regularly, keeping the adequate amount of air in your tires, doing the sorts of things that make the brakes work a little bit better, a little bit longer, and probably probably a little bit safer. But I want you to imagine for a second, what are the things that you could do to make your car age? What can you do to make it do bad things? To, to not leave it let, out in the rain. Leave it out in the rain is one thing. Here in Florida, leaving it at the beach. Okay, oh, it's yeah, a great salt. way to, to, to rot it sure. out. Mm-hmm. So... But then there, then there are other sorts of things. Driving down lousy roads will knock your transmission, not your transmission, your, your suspension out. It'll destroy the, the tires themselves, the rims, or just simply letting your car sit for any length of time. So what can we do in medicine as physicians to help people live and last longer? And one of those sorts of things, easily enough, isn't really thought of very much as an anti-aging maneuver, and that's lowering blood pressure because it puts less stress on your heart. So is that an anti-aging mechanism? Is it something that should be done? And the answer is yes. How high should your blood pressure be? This is not a matter of argument and not a matter of opinion, but the blood pressure that you have only has to be high enough to pump blood from your heart to the top of your head. Anything more than that really isn't enough. So why do you need such a high, uh, you know, just how much, why do you need so much pressure to get to the top of your head? And the answer is because you have obstructions and small arteries and arterioles along the way causing resistance. So the more resistance from hardening of the arteries, the higher the blood pressure gets. Or perhaps the viscosity of the blood, thickness of the blood, or perhaps endocrine issues. But what it does is it prematurely ages your heart, your eyes, your kidneys, and basically every tissue in your body. So control of blood pressure. 
you know, what's a, what's a low blood pressure? A low blood pressure is if you go to stand up and you start to feel lightheaded. Short of that, it really doesn't matter. So, you know, I tell my patients that not to be so freaked out by the number, but be more concerned about your function. So if you go to stand up and you don't become orthostatic is the word we use in medicine. If you use a polysyllabic word, you can charge more. So if you're not orthostatic, your blood pressure is just fine. You You with me? It works. So that's a simple thing. Another simple thing that people tend to overlook, and that's their kidneys. Your kidneys are really, they're, they're, they're on loan, okay? And they start to degrade fairly quickly in life. But there are things that you can do to damage those kidneys. And I was taught that it's beyond repair, but it's not exactly true. You can, in fact, reverse some of the kidney damage that you'll have. But the most interesting one isn't diabetes. Diabetes will, in fact, kill kidneys. So you need to get that under control. We'll get to that in just a second. Okay. But a chemical called uric acid. Uric acid is a waste product that's excreted by the kidneys, but it can go up due to a spectrum disorder that on the bad end of it's called gout, and on the not-so-bad end is called hyperuricemia. And so what will happen is it will just progressively damage the kidneys, and adults, people that just look every bit as normal as you and me, with uric acid levels of 5.8 to 6.5 or higher, that's not in the gout range, will slowly see degradation in their kidney function until the point where they walk up one day and go, you know, you're in stage three kidney failure. And what's neat about that, okay, is that until relatively recently, the laboratories didn't give you uh, scalar values for, that's numerical values for kidney function unless you asked very specifically for it. But you you would find out that people were in stage three only after they hit a GFR, or an EGFR, this is a glomerular filtration rate, of 60. And then all of a sudden, now you have a label. We send you to the nephrologist, they tell you there's nothing you can do, and everybody's happy, except you. So what are the sorts of things other than uric acid that will cause your kidneys to fail? And it gets to be really interesting. Number one is tobacco smoking. Number two would be diabetes. Number three would be the use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatories for too long or too much. So over-the-counter relief, over-the-counter Advil, over-the-counter aspirin can, in fact, cause kidney failure. So what do we do? I check my patients every 90 days for uric acid levels because they can uh, move along very, very nicely and all of a sudden pop. It's like whack-a-mole. Okay, it's not a check it once and come back next year because a year in the life of an adult is a very long time in terms of damage. It'd be like looking at your ceiling for, for roof leaks. And don't come back for a year. Not necessarily a really good idea. So the maintenance angle here, some of these things are very, very straightforward, but not well thought through. Anti-aging. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to do Botox and make you look younger. Okay, that's just marvelous. Okay, that is spray paint. So what you do is you make the person look younger. It doesn't make them any, any physiologically any different until they either overdo it or get treated uh, inappropriately and then they you know they just may not do so well at all. So anti-aging medicine isn't so much about making you look better, although it could. It's not so much about you living longer, although it probably will, but it's improving your performance. Nobody really wants to go on dialysis. You know, you can keep people alive on dialysis. It's great. You can keep people alive a lot of different ways. May not be so good. What else can you do? What else can an average person do to speed up the aging process? Okay, and there are two big ones, mm-hmm. right? Smoking is number one. Stop it. 
Aha, drinking is number two. Mm. And there we go. Okay, well, why does this happen? I did a good bit of my training at Duke University, Durham, North Carolina, arguably a pretty good place to come from and to get your training. Okay. And one of the things that we did while I was there, and, I, and before that I was at University of North Carolina in general surgery, and we were taught the same thing. Now you're going to wonder about North Carolina, but they, they would teach that you never operate on somebody for backache, for pain alone. Now, North Carolina, big tobacco state, uh, state, but to tell people that they wouldn't operate on their backs until they quit smoking was kind of like an economic suicide kind of a picture. So they just got lots of patients from all the rest of the country. So you know, why is that? Well, I don't know if you've ever seen and looked at skin, but you'll see lots of wrinkles around the lips called uh, smoker's lines. Okay, that is one of the most interesting outward signs and symptoms of cigarette smoking but it happens to the entire body it happens to the blood vessels it happens to the nerves it happens to the heart you'll end up seeing hardening of the arteries atherosclerosis is really the word we like to use but cigarette smoking and drinking and we'll come back okay. in just a moment and get it sure well together. We, we got a question from billy and some stuff on the text lines etc all right. So anyway, yeah, 407-422-1212. And don't forget, after our show uh, at 5 o'clock, we're going to be doing the Rush Limbaugh tribute. So if you didn't catch that yet, that's after the show here, which is Stages of Life Radio. Check out stagesoflifemedicalinstitute.com for all kinds of goodies. Let me tell you what. Wait, I'll find it yet. Here it is. Ready? Push the button. <laughs> I don't know if I did. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Hard to tell. All right. Um, or we could end up like the, the, the uh, hey, educational board guys. Hey, Billy. How you doing, bud? Hello. Hi. I see you have your question here. We got you. Um, do you mind if we answer your question on the air? Is there anything else other than the... It'll be fine on the air. Okay. All right. We'll do that for you on the air. All right. So I'm going to hang up now and you listen to the radio. Thanks, man. <coughs> Well, that was easy. Okay. So, there we go. Well, his question. Well, he's got two questions. So yeah, we'll, t- we'll take them we'll sequentially. Take him on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions on the website, there's a lot of y'all watching the show. Thank you so much for doing so. Now that you have your Sundays free, if you were a football fan, we got uh, got a good handful. Any questions on the online? Feel free to ask on the uh, on the video here, and during the commercial breaks, we will answer the questions. Anti-aging, huh? Yeah. So uh, collagen, what vitamin K? There are lots of there are lots of things oil. you can take. Lots of things you can take, and what we're going to do is we're going to take vitamin them. D. Yeah, we're going to take we're going to take them group by group. But what we're going to look at is just the, the the facts, the you know the statistics that are out there. I'll give you some opinion, and I will identify it when I come to it. But for the most part, most of these things are statistically known, recognized, and. Uh, this is, these are things we do, and they don't need to be expensive. Mm. None of this need to be expensive. No, I know that. So, but they, but you do need to pay attention. Right. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching us on uh, on the uh, the Facebook and wherever the heck else, Periscope, all over the place. We're on uh, TikTok. And we're not on TikTok. Oh man, no, sorry. Man. Uh, you know, I watched some girl make a, a whole tub full of ramen noodles on TikTok today, and then I realized that was five minutes of my life. I will You'll never, never get, get back. back. Yeah, yeah. It just seems so gross. I mean, she's just breaking in the bathtub, breaking up. I mean, just 
packages. Plus, must have been 24 packages. Is of it some kind noodles. of fetish I've never heard of? I don't know. No, and then she scooped, after she made everything in the tub, and I mean, she added vegetables and things, then she scooped it into a big old, uh, you know, like a spaghetti. And she sells it on eBay. Yeah, I'm saying. Whoa, yeah. man, I didn't think you could do that kind of thing anymore. You can do whatever, you know. I'm just going to put it out there. we got about 50 seconds before we come back to the break. So, uh, how, how, how you been doing? You okay? I've been feeling pretty darn good. Yeah, you had your second shot. Yeah, I got my second COVID vaccination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I didn't grow a second head. Or third testicle. Or any of that stuff. Life is good. Life is excellent. Yeah, you need to go out and get this thing done. You know, we value our listeners. We work hard to get them and we work harder to keep them. Please get the COVID vaccine because we love you. We just want to get back to it. Uh, Bob says, hi, Brother Dave. Hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Joyce. Hey, Tom. Hey, Brian. Hey, Karen. Hey, uh, everybody else who I can't see. Welcome back to Stages of Life Radio Sunday afternoons. We are live four until five p.m. on News Radio WFLA Orlando and on the iHeartRadio app. So if you've got friends, say, in another part of the country, and you're like, "Man, we gotta tune you into Dr. David Klein," well, for goodness' sake, just tell them about the iHeartRadio app, News Radio WFLA Orlando, world freaking wide, and it's free for yeah, God's sake. it is free. Plus, you can find his podcasts on the iHeartRadio app. You can also follow Stages of Life Medical Institute on social media. Right now we are broadcasting live on the Stages of Life Facebook page as well as on Periscope and a bunch of uh, YouTube, I think. Lots well. of stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on. Now, right before the break, Dr. Dave, Billy from Orlando had a question or two. Uh, one was about CBD oil for mood. Okay, well, cannabidiol, CBD, is a derivative of the hemp plant. Similar in some ways, to THC, tetrahydrocannabinol. But it's not supposed to have the same, let's say, not supposed to give you a buzz. It's not supposed to be addictive. Not supposed to be a lot of different things. What's interesting about CBD is it's not very well worked out. There are lots of different cannabidiols, cannabinoids, and there are lots of different receptors for them. So it's kind of like looking at antidepressants. You know, well, it's a serotonergic, so we're looking at serotonin receptors. There are about 300 different identified serotonin receptors, which is why the different antidepressants work for different people. And the same thing is true of the CBD oils. So you don't know the dosage, you don't know the consistency, you don't know from dose to dose, from bottle to bottle, or brand to brand, really what you're getting. And that's the problem with CBD oil is there's no standardization, and it's very, very difficult to standardize. So one of the things we do at Stages is we will actually run these things down using our mass spectrometer, and you'll be able to see the different peaks of the different cannabinoids. And it's really kind of interesting. So what do you think about it? If you have extra money, something that's not going to take food off your table or take away your kid's college education, it's worth a try to see if it'll help settle you down. But it's not going to really... It's not, it's not necessarily predictable. We keep three different uh, CBD oils at, at stages, not because I think they work in particular, but because we know what's in them. And if people want them, we don't, we don't bang the rates up real high on them. Why? Wow. Because I would rather people try it and not blow their dough on it and at least be consistent if it does seem to help. The second question was more interesting in some ways. And he asked... Should he take testosterone cream to prevent prostate enlargement? And those are two very different things. 
You take testosterone cream because the injections aren't really good. You take the testosterone cream because the pellets are even worse. But does the, does the testosterone cream prevent prostate enlargement? And the answer is it does relative to the injections. The injections are awful for, for prostate enlargement or BPH. So the testosterone, which is used in anti-aging, you need to check blood levels to make sure that you're not overdoing it. And when you do get your blood drawn, you have to know the estradiol level because testosterone degrades naturally into estradiol and it's the estradiol that makes your prostate enlarge. So the real trick is to use the testosterone cream and also along with it to use an aromatase inhibitor either in the cream itself, which is how I like to do it. I add progesterone and chrysin to it. So it blocks the degradation as it goes through the skin. But if you need to use something a little bit in addition, you use diendomethane or DIM, and it's an oral agent. It's really not that big a deal. We call it nomo whining only because I have a bizarre sense of humor. <laughs> and that is how you keep your prostate from getting enlarged. And you too can be more like Dr. Dave. Oh, let's go to Tony. Tony, hey, Tony. from New York. How you doing? Tony! Yes, hello? There we go. Tony, how are you doing? <laughs> All right, is this the doctor himself? This is he, in person. <laughs> What's up, Tony? Thanks for taking my call. Happy to do it. Um, yes, I do have an inguinal hernia. Inguinal. At least. All right, go on. And um, Hey, it's inguini. <laughs> go on. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, and I was wondering, there's so many things, you know, on the Internet that are alternatives but I'm wondering if you recommend any of them, you know, or surgery. Okay, well, it depends on, you know, when I started off in general surgery. And so when somebody walked in with a hernia, you operated on it. You just did it. I have a ventral hernia, sometimes known as an umbilical hernia. And when I gained right. weight, that got worse. And I really wasn't crazy about taking the time off to get it operated on, which is something I thought I was going to need to do. So my wife said, well, what are your alternatives? To, I asked me, what are, what are the alternatives to doing this? And I said, well, I can wear a truss, and that may help or it may not help. So she went out and bought one for me. It's this abdominal band. It wraps around. It's like, it's like a man's girdle. And you wrap this thing around like a tight belt right over the umbilical hernia. And after about yes. six weeks, what do you know? The umbilical hernia was all but gone. So I hate when well, I'm wrong. <laughs> I hate being wrong you know what I mean so but then as you know I lost 20 pounds or thereabouts and so which is putting less pressure on the the hernia so it seems to be improving even more with an inguinal hernia it's more difficult to do that but they do make trusses for this and what it does it puts gentle pressure over the um, internal and external canal okay the ring and that prevents the abdominal contents from shooting down the inguinal canal. So can you get these? The answer is yes. If you wear them consistently, one, you're not going to need the surgery unless the hernia is really, really bad. Or two, if the thing becomes strangulated, uh, that's a real problem, incarcerated. So there are things you can do, but think that when, if it's an inguinal hernia, you can try a truss. If you're looking at an umbilical hernia, and what happened when you used the truss? I've been using it for a year. Okay, good. How do you feel with it? <laughs> and what's that? How do you feel with it? How's it working for you? Uh, it's not holding it in at all. Then get the surgery. And yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, what you do well, is you, yeah, go on. It's it's conditional that whether or not I can have the surgery. Why is that? Um, basically, a heart 
possible problem. Okay, well, either you have a heart problem or you don't. Well, what's, the, what's the possible in here? What, what, what did they tell you have? Well, um, basically, it was two arteries that were blocked. Okay, so you, you have coronary artery disease. Is that correct? I think so. Okay. And, but I've, I had the expensive procedure done where they possibly put in stents, and they told me that I had a natural bypass already formed, and they didn't recommend it. Right, good. Okay. All right. So then so you're not was, you're not at increased risk then. You know, there's a there's a study that you can do called a uh, calcium channel or a, uh, it's a calcium score. Okay, this is well worth doing. It's a, a kind of an MRI where they look at the heart rate, heartbeat, and then they uh, gate it with a heart rate so they can see where the obstructions are. You can see whether or not you have adequate cardiac output. But frankly, uh, what I did for a living for the longest time was either knocking people out or doing regional anesthesia for hernias. So would I have worried mm -hmm. about you? And the answer is no. Now, are you overweight? No. Okay, good. Then it should be a piece of cake. So, you know, it's a, you're, you're, the question is going to be is, is the anesthetic going to be a greater risk to you than uh, the heart disease? The answer is probably not. Does it put you at increased risk? The answer is a little bit, but not enough to not do the surgery. How would you do the anesthetic? Okay, okay I had a similar surgery done. had it done under spinal anesthesia. It was a piece of cake. It's easier and less risky than the epidural, which is something that I've done over 30,000 times. So a spinal anesthetic is quick, easy. You get in, you get the job done, and then get the surgery. So what would I do? That's what I would do. There you go, Tony. His line is now open, 407-422-1212. Or if you'd like to text in, if you have a question that's kind of simple and doesn't need like some follow-up questions. He, what, he, what he described is very interesting. So he had left... Left coronary artery disease, LAD disease, was mm -hmm. obstructed in two areas, but he had collateralization is what they call that. So the body, if given enough time, the heart, adapted. if given enough time, adapted, mm -hmm. so it ended up working uh, blood flow around it. The same thing happened to my dad. He had LAD disease, had full collateralization and no cardiac uh, abnormalities after that. He was 92 wow. when he passed away. Okay. So what do you do? Yeah. And how do you make that happen? Folic acid's been known to do that as well as fish oil. So those are two things you want to do if you have coronary artery disease or prevent it so i take fish oil every day i take one called heart and soul i take two capsules a day and hyperfolate which is 5,000 micrograms of folic acid. It's five times the prescription strength, and it's about four bucks a month. So it's pretty cheap stuff. 23680, that's the text line. Hey, if you're still looking for COVID testing, and I know a lot of pieces, uh, people, people are, are because they need to have that qualification to fly, to travel, do a bunch of things, you still got the hotline, right? Yeah, and, and so what, what you can do, and the easiest way to do this, most practical way because it's the fastest way and that's to go on travelpcr.com and this is one of our side businesses we have a lab in jacksonville that can chunk these uh rt pcrs out just beautifully we're the fastest in the country at this point we've been the fastest in the country for many months so if you go on travelpcr.com if you need it done within the typical 72 hours you sign up you pick a location and you get it done nice. real easy my advice is to pay very close attention to the clock because that's what's going to make the difference. Uh-huh. We got people who are asking questions about the second COVID vaccine and what did you do for Fair symptoms. Well, I don't... Okay, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. And we've got a lot more coming up. 407-422-1212. And don't forget at the top of the hour, we'll be running a rush tribute here on News Radio WFLA Orlando. But before then, we are live and you are listening to Stages of Life. Radio. 
All right, so we have a few questions online. Yeah, when we come back, okay, um, when we're back on, the, you know, on, on the air, I should say. On the radio. Let's go ahead. I'm going to do five or six minutes to, to finish up some of the things. Some, pe- some of the things people can do for the anti-aging, and then we'll pick off the questions. That's fine. Yeah, no matter of fact, we got questions for online right now. Uh, Tanya wanted to know, as I said, what did you take for any side effects? What did you have? What any? you don't want to take is more important. Don't right. take any Aleve, Advil, or aspirin. Stay no anti-inflammatories. And the reason is, is that the immune response that's going to come up can be attenuated or minimized by taking mm. these anti-arthritics or anti-pyretics. Call them what you want. So you don't want to do it. It's going to. It's a period oh, of time of six crazy. to eight hours where you may ache. And if you do, it's actually better than if you don't. Ah. If you have a headache from this or you're just feeling like crud, you take Tylenol. That is how it's done. If you want to sit in a hot tub of water, that's great. But what's the biggest side effect that we're typically seeing with people? Headache. Some little bit of headache. I had a little bit of a headache. Soreness around the spot. Soreness in the arms. Almost everybody says, well, my arm hurts. But when you go work out in the gym, is it any worse than that? And the answer is no, not really. really. I don't think so. No, it, it, it aches. And in fact, the thing is, when you go out and work out in a gym, it lasts two or three days. Mm. With a COVID mm. vaccine, it lasts eight hours and it's gone. It's gone, yeah. Uh, here's one. What do you recommend for a Meniere's disease? Meniere's? Piece of cake. I have Meniere's disease. diet. Yeah. Quick. It's a combination of both. You need to keep your, your cool about you. Quite typically, you do not want to get excited because that tends to make the episodes worse. So you get upset, wigged out, whatever you want to call it, anxious, ang- you know, it makes the many years worse. You have to avoid caffeine and avoid salt to the extent that you can. I'm a caffeine addict, so that presents a problem because I'll take my coffee, take my tof- coffee, and then boom, and then one cup too much, and then bam, I'm done. Yep, pass out. All right? That's oh, me. no, pass out. No, it's I dizziness. Do. I pass out. You pass out? Yeah, salt, same kind of a deal. Now, with regards to nutraceuticals, there's two in particular that seem to work, and they were both prescription items in the early uh, 20th century. One's called vanpacetin, and the other one's called huperzine. Vanpacetin and huperzine is what got me through it when I first came down with it in the late 1990s. I was disabled for two years. I took this stuff, did the above restrictions with caffeine and salt, and made it through and went from a disabled state. I couldn't get out of bed to back to work. Vanpacetin and Hooperzine, we actually, because I did it, we put it together. It's called Dr. Dave's Eyes and Ears, available on stagesoflifevitamins.com. It's not expensive. It's a different one. It's the original. That was the Yeah. Welcome back to Stages of Life Radio. Sunday afternoons at 4 o'clock have never been the same since you started doing this, Dr. Dave. <laughs> wow. The phones just like blew up. Linda couldn't even keep control over there. In the- well, she has a hard time keeping control anyway. I know. Watch. She loses control. She's listening. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, 407-422-1212. If you can't get through, you just keep trying. Or better yet, if you've got a cell phone, text us, 23680. Again, 23680. That way we can see it uh, and answer your question on the radio. Now, we are talking about anti-aging right now. Yeah, and I want to take just a couple minutes to finish the thought, because otherwise I'm going to have people yell at me during the week. Mm-hmm. They're going to go, you, you, you didn't finish it. Yeah, okay. Well, the, the number one anti-aging medicine out there right now is given away for free. 
at Publix. Now, if you're listening from New York, Tony, okay, there are no Publix, uh, you know, these uh, food uh, um, grocery stores in New York. That's a shame because they're marvelous. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of places where you get this stuff for free. And that's metformin. Metformin reduces your insulin levels and lowers your blood sugar level. If your blood sugar uh, level goes over 85 and normal is up to 100, you know, you're not really diabetic until it's in the 130s, which I call BS too. Every milligram percent over 85, your life expectancy diminishes. That means goes down in the South. Okay, so what do we do? We want to lower your blood sugar, even if it's within normal range, the lower, the better. Insulin levels over 15 become a problem. So we like to get insulin levels below 10, preferably below five. Insulin is pro-inflammatory and inflammation is one of the things we try to control to slow down aging. Metformin is just a marvel in this regard. Main side effect is nausea and diarrhea, and it's temporary in most people, but it's cheap for everybody. What else? Vitamin D3. Now, not just because of COVID. When this is all over, you still need to take your vitamin D3. The dosage is 5,000 IUs. And why do you want to do it? And the answer is it cuts your risk of cancer in half. That's kind of a cool thing to do. Too little doesn't do the job. Okay, too much, there's no such thing as vitamin D toxicity. So vitamin D cuts your risk of cancer. Why? Because cancer is known to shorten people's lives. Believe it or not, it can be deadly. So what are the other sorts of things that you want to do? You want to avoid fructose. You want to avoid soy, soy lecithin, peanuts, and garbanzo beans. Because all of these things cause thyroid disease as well as insulin resistance, sometimes called metabolic syndrome X or why am I fat? (laughs) So these are the things that we need to do first before we start throwing things at people, you know, again, costing them a lot of money. I have people come in, well, what do you think about PQQ? And I go, it's a waste of money until we get your, until we get your blood sugars down. Why would you want to spend 50 bucks a month on that and not do the things that are necessary to prolong your life and actually maybe keep your eyes connected to you and your kidneys connected to you? You know, allopurinol for lowering uric acid levels. That's $11 a month. 15 bucks if you don't know how to use your, your, your discount cards. So what is it all about? None of these things need to be expensive. Before you start getting into the fancy super tubers and all the crazy shakes and the, the, the whatnot, you get to the basics, the very, very basics of nutrition, and you will live longer and do better. So push away the alcohol when you can which is most of the time, unless you're really, let's say you're single and you're out dating, then you kind of have to make allowances. Watch out for the fruity drinks. But, right, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're bad news. They're, they'll, they'll, they'll make you old before your time. But the <laughs> cigarettes, they've got to go. Okay, oh. and this is important. Now, you know, we, we were taught when I was in medical school, and this really, it didn't really make that big a difference for me because I'd never smoked a cigarette in my life, and I haven't started yet. Good. But 50% of men at the age of 50 that smoke are, are, have ED. And that's actually higher now. Okay, that's, bad news. That's no good. So what good is it getting older if you can't interact with the people around you in a meaningful way? And that is what I wanted to say about the anti-aging. And, and you can get into all the other fancy stuff and you can look at the, the joint replacements, which will help give you better mobility if you, you know, if, if you can put up with it. But please stick to the simple stuff first. Stick to the basics, get your weight down, get your blood pressure down, get your uric acid, your insulin levels down, your blood sugar down, and avoid those toxins that we know are bad for you. Number one being cigarettes, number two being alcohol. 
Now we can take questions. All right. For, here's the thing. I could have sworn <laughs> we talked to Jerry last week from we, Cocoa Beach about having heat stroke. Did you not get the answers? What happened? Did I miss did, that? Did he stay out in the sun again? Jerry, did you get heat stroke again? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you remembered me. Yeah, we remembered you. Um, How could we I, forget I, you? Oh, great. Well, thank you. I I, um, I ordered the DHA from you guys. I should have it this week sometime. Um, but my question is, I remember you saying that it will take a year to get over. Yes. I'm hoping that means I will get over it, because the way I feel every day around 9 o'clock, I get this funky feeling going on, and then I try to work out, and uh, I just get kind of dizzy, or I just can't describe it. But I'm hoping that when you said it takes a year to get over it, that I, I will get over it. It does. The, the DHA helps. The DHA, docosohexanoic acid, not to be confused with DHEA, which it is not. That's that's a, an anabolic steroid, is the raw material that the brain needs to reform in the areas that were damaged from the heat stroke. Same thing happens if you have a, a regular stroke or if you have, let's say, a strike to the head, concussion gunshot wound there are lots of things and ways that you can damage the brain this one's a fairly mild one in most circumstances but the dha is interesting stuff the dosage there the one that you picked up you're going to want to take three per day now but there are other things that you need to do to speed the process up number one blood work would be a really really good idea to find out what your pregnenolone level is doing and what your cortisol level is doing. Because when you have heat stroke, it's a lot like having a concussion. It can change the way the pituitary gland works. So knowing your ACTH, that's adrenocorticotropin hormone, and cortisol levels would make a difference with regards to your exercise tolerance. Pregnenolone, memory loss. Okay, But you don't take these things until you get blood work. Or shouldn't. I have people that do it all the time. They just kind of wing it. Do I think that's necessarily good? And the answer is no. Jerry, get your blood work. Get your blood work done. Jerry, how old are you? 61. 61? 61. What's what's your insurance type? Uh, Insurance type is health first. Okay. Now, health first is, is, is interesting. So what I would do would be to talk to your family doc. Okay, your health first family doc. And what they do is they capitate it, which means that they try not to use your plan. But what you want to do is to get a pregnenolone level. That's P-R-E-G-N-E-L-O-N-E. Pregnenolone is the root adrenal hormone known as the memory hormone. And if it drops below 50, you need to replace it. If If you get a level back below 50, call and I'll tell you how to fix it. The second one is DHEA, which is uh, which is dihydroepiandosterone. That's the the hormone, the adrenal hormone that is present in greatest quantity in your entire body. And third is cortisol. If you can get those three numbers, then we should be able to speed the process up. But I don't want you taking uh, anything to influence that until you get the uh, until the tubes turn red. When those tubes come out, when you fill the little tubes with blood, that's when we'll talk. Does that make sense, Jerry? Uh, I'll, I'll play it back. I'm sure it will. <laughs> yeah. What you want is cortisol, DHE, and pregnenolone. Those are the three blood studies that you want to get. Have your family doc order these up. Health First will run them. Okay. It's going to take them about a week or 10 days to do it. And when you get the right. levels, give me a call back here, and we'll, t- we'll walk you through it. How's that? I'm willing to do that That's for you. Great. Oh, look at that, Jerry. I'm a hell of a guy. All right, man. Hey, thanks, <laughs> thanks for checking back. Uh, his line's open now, 407-422-1212. Yeah, it's an interesting problem. My yeah. best friend's wife has heat stroke or had heat stroke. I had that back in the it day. It caused lifelong seizure mm-hmm. uh, you know, disorder. I don't do well in so the heat still. No, no, no. no. I mean, it's, it's bad news. Yeah, so, I had it in college. Bad, yeah, bad, bad. Bad news. So anyway, uh, 23680, anti-aging 
So we're talking about, um, let's see, small fish oils. Small right. fish or okay. oil from small fish. Right. So what are the small fish we're talking about here? Anchovies. Anchovies and sardines. Mm-hmm. Now, people say, well, what about salmon? Salmon's no. a large fish. No. Have you ever held one? I mean, they weigh, they're big. Cod. Bear Mackerel. Catch. These things are big fish. Too big. Fish. And what they did is they ate the little fish and now they're no good. No, yeah. What, well, what, <laughs> it's called bioaccumulation of heavy metals. So the little fish get eaten by the somewhat larger fish. They get eaten by the bigger fish. And then the... the Things like mercury, lead, cadmium, and and waste products in the water end up increasing in concentration Mm -hmm. to the point that if you're pregnant, Mm. you shouldn't be eating tuna fish more than once per week. That makes sense. Okay, or or salmon, or or either one. Or shrimps. No more than than once (laughs) once a week. So, yes, small fish, and that's the oil uh, derived from it. Right, and then you got your hormone, vitamin D. Vitamin D, dog three, and you want it either as a powder... So the capsule would be solid, mm-hmm. the tablet would be solid, or, or in olive oil. Uh-huh. If it's in gel cap, you do not want something in soybean oil. Best avoided. We have it at Stage of Life Vitamins. It's available now, more so than it was before. Mm-hmm. We manufactured this stuff for, for a good while before other people started to do the Thank same. CoQ10? Coenzyme Q10 is useful if you're taking a statin. That's something to lower cholesterol. Okay. It's also helpful if you know to be if you're known to be diabetic. Okay, vitamin K2. Vitamin K2 for women in particular over the age of 60 that have osteopenia, osteoporosis, or if they're if they think they are likely to develop it. I'm so, missing something. Strontium. There. It is. Okay. So strontium is actually the mineral that's missing that causes the osteoporosis to begin with. Oh, see, we're learning again. It's crazy. All anti-aging. Yeah. Top of the hour we have the Rush Limbaugh tribute coming Don't up miss here it. on News Radio WFLA Orlando. But right now, it's Stages of Life Radio, where we are answering your medical questions. I should say Dr. Davis. I'm just here for added commentary. Color. <laughs> yeah, color commentary. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. Again, 407-422-1212. If you've been trying and you haven't been able to get through, this is your last call for Stages of Life Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just fix this real quick here. So there are questions about COVID. Mm-hmm. What else we got? There are always questions about COVID. And then by this time next year, everybody will have forgotten. No, because they're going to try and drag this all the way out to uh, to Christmas. I heard this much at least. And Fauci's like, teachers? well, now Texas, this and that. And blah, blah, blah. Fakey. It, yeah, it, it's control. I know. It's to keep it's you inside. Freaky. Get. Okay, now here's, here's, the, here's the inside scoop. Okay, now I'm not going to suggest that you go watch these goofy videos on YouTube, okay, with somebody out there preaching and carrying on about some conspiracy or the other. Mm. At stages of life, okay, and I started off as an analytical chemist, I'm still functioning that way as well as a physician. We do our own laboratory work for those people that are that can, let's say. And one of the things that we do is IgG and IgM levels, that these are the antibodies to COVID-19. Now, okay, so well, we can do that anywhere, except for this. We're actually able to do the level, how much is in there, not whether it's present or not. That's amateur hour. We're able to measure how much. And why do you think this makes any difference? This is cool. So Tess and I, my wife, both got COVID exposed on the 1st of January, became symptomatic on the 3rd and 4th of January, and we were sick for two to three weeks each. Not a lot of fun. 
it's not near as much fun as they say it is, in spite of what the YouTube things say. Oh, I heard it's a blast. It's a blast, right? Okay, not so much. But the difference was, was the day that I got sick, that morning I had gotten the COVID vaccine. So, okay, so I got the vaccine. My lovely wife did not. She got her vaccine three weeks later. And I checked my gamma globulin levels weekly. Okay, so they went up very, very fast, okay, after the injection. Within a week of getting the injection, my IgG went up uh, substantially. It's two to three times what the typical person gets when, they're, when they get the disease. Tess did not test positive until after she got the vaccine. And then when she tested, she tested at 20 times, 20 and 30 times, because we checked two different uh, gamma globulins, 20 and 30, 22 and 32 technically, times what it, uh, the threshold value is for immunity. Wickedly cool. So what's really neat about this, and this is the way the metaphor runs. You have a small cup with water in it with a small hole in it. The water dribbles out. It, it empties fairly quickly. You have a gallon bucket with the same size hole. It lasts longer. When you get the inoculation, you are going to have immunity that may last a year or more. See, look at that. Very, very cool. I, Hopefully, we'll share the data when it's all said and done. If not, anybody answers the phone at the Torment of Health. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, yeah, uh, welcome back to Stage of Life Radio. You're right. Getting a hold of someone on the Department of Health. Very they don't, difficult. They don't, they don't answer the phone. They're not they there. They're Nobody not. home. Hey, we got a we got a, a last segment here. We got some phone calls to take care of and some questions, and uh, we're gonna have to talk to Rick from Altamont here in just right, a second. Do we have to? No, we do. And you know, <laughs> Rick frustrates me because he's been underweight all his life. Oh, what a bummer. What a, what a problem. Yeah, God, I hate that. Really, Rick? Rick, how are you? 73 he's, years old. He's bragging. He's underweight. Has been his whole life. Says it's hereditary. Mom was 92 pounds when she got married. How do you, you really want to gain weight? Come on, hang next to me, Rick. <laughs> how you doing, Rick? All right. Um, I'm 5'8", uh, and I only weigh 105. It's been that way for the past decade. I've, the only medications I'm on are atenolol. My blood pressure is 130 over 60. For, okay. Uh, nice. Last I looked, and uh, asthma medicine, um, Brio. And I eat a lot of peanut butter, unsalted, unsugared peanut butter to try to gain weight. That usually does yeah, the job. Yeah, too. Wow. So you, you, you are f- uh, f- roughly 46 pounds underweight, okay, which is kind of right. cool. All right. You, you know, the, the likelihood of you getting sick from this is actually pretty small. The question I've got for you is do you have diarrhea or anything like that? Well, I have. Uh, all my life, I've been IBS. Sometimes too much. Sometimes here we too go. Little. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Has anybody checked you? This is this is where it gets interesting. Anybody check you for gluten enteropathy, something called celiac sprue or Whipple's disease? Uh, no, that's what you need to be checked for. Okay, you you would be if I'm not, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm often correct. Sounds okay? like a candidate though. What happens is you would be the poster child for celiac sprue or gluten enteropathy, so you end up with it's like a burn of the small bowel as a result of gluten. Gluten is found in wheat. It's found in barley, in oats, in corn, in rice, but mostly in wheat. And it's an allergy, but it's a very interesting allergy. So when you take it in, you eat the wheat. And they're different. Now, you're going to go, well, gee, not all wheats make me sick. That's true. Yeah, I, have, different. I have fever, too. I have allergies, bad allergies. doesn't shock me. Have your no. family doctor look, do what's called a... A, a, um, an evaluation, blood work for gluten enteropathy. 
this is the way it goes. Because the way that, that this was originally described by Whipple, who's the physician that first described this, these individuals were just skinny, little you know, waifs. Okay, but typically people that end up with gluten enteropathy gain weight. So you're either going to gain weight or lose weight. But the folks that lose weight or can't maintain it are the vast minority. They're the ones that make it in the textbook. Okay, but you're not in the majority in this case. So talk to your family, doc. This should not be a big issue to figure this out. But in the meantime, look to go uh, gluten free in your diet. Okay, I think that'll make a huge difference in your life. You're going to start to feel better. No, I know it's not easy. I have gluten issues myself, so I have to be careful about eating bread, eating wheat. Yeah, it just, it's just the way it goes. So what kind of spaghetti do I like? Hmm. It's called... Uh, Zucchini. Uh, no, no, it's, 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 it's this spaghetti. It's called spaghetti squash. Yeah, spaghetti squash. You know what that tastes like? It tastes terrible. So you put... Well, I just got I just got kicked oh boy, by my wife. Oh, you just got it. Yeah, well, actually, no, actually, I rather like it. I've grown, I've grown awesome. accustomed to it. I have reflux. I can't have spaghetti sauce. Yeah. <laughs> you probably have Whipple's disease, yeah, my friend. Yeah, you need to check into that. Yeah. Okay. Gastroenterologist, this is exactly how this thing sure, works. It's almost textbook. Like if if I knew what your picture looked like, I'd be he'd like, be, oh, there it is, right he'd, next. He'd be to in the Harrison's definition. textbook. Yeah. There he is. All right, Rick. Thank you so much. <laughs> there's, there's Rick. Let us know. Look into that. Okay. Four zero seven four two two twelve twelve. Seriously, as soon as I heard it rolling off, I was like, what? oh yeah. Was Rick a survivor of the Bataan death? March? Well, no, really, but that's actually you <laughs> He's know right. You know, but that when it was described, it was described. You know, the people have the appearance of having been in death camps. Yeah. Yeah, just literally more but than forty-eight God pounds. He's he, one third of his, of, you know, He's below missing. what is yeah. what it would be considered his insurance weight or his high school weight. <laughs> so this individual needs to get looked at because it, it's fixable. Right, but he's lucky though because even though a strong wind could blow, well, he's him lucky because he got through on the telephone. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> it's been ringing off the hook to the point where we couldn't get to all your phone calls today, and we apologize. But for more information on a, uh, just a ton of medical subjects, all documented by Dr. David Klein, go to Stages of Life radio.com and just search around yeah and you'll find all kinds of topics just you know type one word into the search engine and you will but be overwhelmed the first patient i ever saw with with, with a gluten enteropathy was mm. very very skinny and slight yeah and i was an, i was an intern i said i don't know what's going on with this gal my attending came over and said okay doc but most of the gluten, <laughs> gluten problems actually and and with weight you know added weight most, not less weight most people that end up with gluten issues will gain weight due to the leaky bowel exactly. but when it burns okay it blows right out the bottom so he's been told he has irritable bowel when in fact his bowel is dysfunctional yeah Okay, it's a big problem. In Rick, fact, get it a, checked. Yeah, get it, get it checked. Seventy-three, though, uh, you might have waited a little while. Just, yeah, what are you gonna do? Saying. You can't go backwards. He's like yeah, a guy, he, though. He, well, yeah. guy, what is it with the guys? And let me just. Well, guys don't like going to the doctor. Well, you I, guys I, need I don't like to, going to the doctor. But you are a doctor. I know. I still you need like to go to the doctor, gentlemen. If you have stuff bothering you, don't just ignore it because a lot of times. Or know, he went and they they didn't and they figure just, it out. Uh, misdiagnosed. That happens. Now that happens too. Anyway, so if you want the straight diagnosis, stages of life medical. Institute.com. They are always taking new patients. They don't take all medical insurance, but they take the good ones. We take the good ones. Yeah, and, and, and we work with you if, 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 it, if yeah, it's a big problem. They'll figure it out. We figure it all out. Yeah. Nothing is more expensive than poor medical care. 
Oh my goodness, you ain't. You, know, you can go cheap on it, and it's kind of like buying. It's like buying cheap paint for your house. Yeah, it makes about as much sense. So it looks good for about fifteen minutes. I don't know if we're gonna be able to squeeze this last call. <laughs> Let's and try. I think she's screening it right now. If I push the button, she's probably still start talking to. Him. What do you think? Let's, um, let's listen, shall we? Yeah. Oh no, they hung up. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. We we're oh, never wrong when they hang up. No, I didn't. She's probably like what. <laughs> so, but any event, what we do at stages, which is a little bit different than many medical practices, we listen to you. That's the first thing. Second thing is you're going to see me. Now, I do have two assistants. They, you know, they will do the the, the they'll do the hard work. They do all the heavy, um, you know, the records and all the getting everything together. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm there. Okay, you're not going to be just. You know, well, this is your third visit this quarter because of your HMO, yada, yada, yada. No, we will, or homina, homina, as it turns out. (laughs) Yeah, we will go ahead and see you. The evaluations are very, very thorough. The laboratory work that we do is extraordinarily comprehensive, far more comprehensive than you're likely to have ever had. So what does it do? It means that we look you upside down and sideways, twist you around, turn you around, and figure out what the heck is right and what is wrong. Got it. All right. And don't forget, right after the show here, we've got the Rush Limbaugh tribute. And yeah, Rush is still going to continue on in in, uh, well, in, in pre-recorded uh, heaven. Yeah. I mean, you know, why not? I, actually, if, if, I had, uh, if I had been Rush, mm-hmm. I would have actually pre-recorded things. Now that I'm dead, this is what I think. That's funny, right? <laughs> no, know, what they terrible. did, though, is they document, and I'm talking millions of commentary on everyday stuff. Yeah. So it'll be fun to, to see how it all you know works with the news narrative and, and such. Brilliant guy. Oh, God. Yeah. Wait, not just politics either. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. I know, Joe. Guys don't like going to the doctors. Ha, ha, ha. We okay. don't. Yeah, I know you don't. We'll go anyway. Who Stage of the that? Life Medical Institute, Dr. David Klein. Thanks for spending your Sunday with us. We'll it do is it again. good to be here. Next week, 4 o'clock. Until then, I'll see you tomorrow Monday. <laughs> You've been listening to Stages of Life Radio with Dr. David Klein. Check out stagesoflifemedicalinstitute.com or stop by 1917 Booth Circle in Longwood near the intersection of I-4 and 434. Call 407-679-3337. That's 407-679-3337. Dr. Klein accepts most insurance and Medicare too. Join us next Sunday at 4 p.m. on News Radio WFLA Orlando.